and welcome to another episode of the Clogasmic Nail Tech Talks. I'm so grateful you are here. Today, we talk to probably one of my biggest nail art inspirations. Every time she posts, I think, how did she do that? She's magical. And she's so lovely. I'm so, so grateful that she gave me her time for us to do this podcast episode. And I know you are going to love this. And I know so many of you are going to love it because every time I put her name out or I put, sorry, a um, question in my stories about who should come on the podcast, Rosie and Nails Bab comes up. You guys love her as well. This is such a good episode. I cannot wait for you to hear it. So before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to do a little shout out that if you are a brand and you would like to use an ad slot on our podcast, please feel free to drop me a message via Instagram or you can email me and I will get back to you with all the details on how you can book on and get an ad on our show. I would love to speak to you guys and I'd love to reach out to a few more brands and see who else we can connect with and work with. So please drop me a DM if this sounds like something that you would be interested in. And also, if you're a nail tech and you want to help building and growing your business, your skills or your confidence, you know what to do. Just scroll down, visit www.clogasmic.com or the link is in the show notes and we can help you. We now have over 470 tutorials and a weekly coaching call with me for all of our membership members. Membership members? Um, so if that sounds like something that you would be interested in, please just click the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it to your stories just to share the love and spread the news about this podcast. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you do not yet follow Nails Bab, which I'm sure most of you do, please click her link in the show notes and prepare to be blown away. Let's get into it. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Clogasmic Nail Tech Talks. I am so excited to talk to our next guest. She is the queen of the swirl nail manicure, genuinely. Every time I see a swirly look, I instantly think <laughs> it's the gorgeous Rosie from Nails Bab. So for people who do not yet know who you are, I'm sure there's not many, um, but please, please let us know a little bit about yourself, where you're from and how did you get into nails? Oh my god, what an introduction. Thank you. Um, no, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm Rosie. I'm the owner of Nails Bab. I'm based in Birmingham. Um, and yeah, it kind of all started really when um, my first kind of memory of nail art was when I was in school and I used to use Tipex on my nails. And I remember it so vividly. I think I was in like history classes or something. I used to draw like my nails with Tipex. Um, and then it kind of... Um, it was kind of like when I was in, I don't know, late school in college. And mm -hmm. do you remember those nail art pens that you used to buy? Yes, hundred yes. <laughs> percent. That was like my gateway into it. Um, so I ordered a load of them off eBay, and I just used to paint. Like I, I used to paint the most basic, simple things, like just little love hearts on my nails, and um, I don't know really. And then I kind of. I kind of just started looking online because it wasn't Instagram wasn't around then and there wasn't TikTok or anything like that. It was all Tumblr. Um, oh my God. Yeah. I remember Tumblr. That yeah. feels like forever ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 So I kind of discovered like a load of um, Japanese nail artists, American as well. Um, yeah. So I kind of just became a bit obsessed with it really. And then I I just used to do my own nails as everyone starts out they do their own nails and I was doing it on friends and family and at the time I was working in 
in the jewelry quarter, which is actually funny enough where we are now. Um, but yeah, I was working in jewelry manufacture and um, I used to, all the customers used to come in, everyone used to comment on my nails and people started asking me like, can you do them for me? Um, and I thought, oh, okay, like maybe this could be a thing because in the UK then, like it was such a huge thing in America and, you know, in, in places like Japan and Korea. Um, so yeah, I, it just wasn't really a big thing here. So I was a bit apprehensive, but anyway, I did a course, I trained in like manicures, pedicures, gel, acrylic, all of that. Um, so I completed that and then I just kind of quit my job really on a whim. <laughs> and, uh, I remember I had this like little mobile kit and at first I started off and I was mobile and then um, eventually I found myself in Digbeth in, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called the Custard Factory. And that's, yeah, so that's where like I kind of really, I don't know, that that's, it kind of pushed me to be more, I don't know, creative and experiment with kind of like designs because the area is like full of street art and it was just full of other creative people. So that was really like a big influence in kind of what I've done um and yeah so I worked in salons there I had my own studios for years um and yeah just kind of dipped in and out of it really and then uh obviously I think I, I was based there for probably around six years on and off um like I had at one point I was fully self-employed and then I went back to working in the jewelry trade but still having my studio in Digbeth and you know, because it, it's such a scary thing, isn't it, being self-employed that it's constantly like, oh, my God, is this going to work? Because nails wasn't like it is now back then. Mm. Um, it, it was just kind of unheard of to spend more than like £30 on your nails. Like it was, yeah, people just didn't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I was there for a long time. And then eventually it, it was when lockdown hit and I had a studio there and I was working part time and I had... I was working doing nails part-time as well and then yeah lockdown hit and um I was just kind of it was in the back of my head to kind of move out of that area because it wasn't very accessible like it was a bit of a pain for clients to get to us like people were always late because we were like hidden away in the mm. in like an office building um so yeah and then we moved over to the jewelry quarter and I expanded and I opened the salon here so yeah that's kind of my story I love that so, so much. I know this is going to help so many people because I do think that sometimes you do just have to go for it. Like the fact that you just literally mm. quit your job and was like, do you know what? I'm going to just go for it. I think sometimes you obviously, you know, you have to take everything into account. But I think sometimes the most incredible things happen when you just think, oh, just go for it. See what we're Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, like, I don't know. I think that the way the industry's changed so much, like it's, I love seeing how it's like boomed in the last like five, six years. It's been amazing. Um, but yeah, it was really a risk, I guess. And um, I didn't, I well, I, I didn't think I wouldn't be able to get to this point, but I certainly didn't imagine that I'd be back in the jewelry quarter, like where I was, um, yeah. you know, down the road from where I used to work. Yeah, that is amazing. Amazing. Oh my god, <laughs> you've taken me down memory lane. I'm literally like, yes, those the brushes with the nib on the other end. Mm -hmm. Where have they gone? I used to love <laughs> oh God. And you know what as well? I've thought this so many times because like you said at school with like the tip X pens. 
Um, I must have looked like such a weird like kid at school. <laughs> Did you have any of the smelly pens? They were like, yeah. I used to draw my fingers yeah. them as well. So obviously then Did just you? Like, be like, they smell great. They look mm. great. I'm meant to be learning maths, but here I am with a little <laughs> And <laughs> I wish I almost had like photographic evidence of them from back then, mm. like little doodlings that you did like at school. Yeah, but we didn't have, we didn't take photos of everything that we do, <laughs> did we? Like it just didn't, it, we didn't, we don't have any evidence from back then <laughs> because yeah. we, phones weren't a thing. Instagram didn't exist. Um, so yeah, a very different time, but yeah. Oh, that's such a cool story. So was it always a dream of yours to work for yourself in some kind of way? Or you just um, sure how, or did it just happen? It, it kind of just happened naturally, to be honest. I think um, I just I, I just didn't really enjoy like a nine to five. That's all I really knew. Um, and yeah, I think it just, because I'm like my whole family and a lot of my friends had their own like businesses as well. Um, so my my brother works for himself my dad my uncle well both my uncles like my mum my auntie like so I think it was just kind of a natural thing um because there was never any I didn't ever get any like pressure from my family they were just like yeah do it see you know have a have a go and see what happens that's so nice and nice as well because then you've kind of got like even though they're obviously in different um industries it's like proof that Mm. you can do whatever you want and make a living out of it like surrounding you that's really nice exactly yeah exactly I love that so how did you come up with the name of your salon what inspired <laughs> it what, what did you think yeah no that's it well um you know what I feel like such a phony saying this but because it wasn't actually my idea it was one of my really good friends Lola um all I knew is that my old business name was just like my name and nails um and I knew I've known I knew for years that I wanted to open a salon like it was always in the back of my head it's something I used to talk about and it got to the point where I was like right in the next like five years I'm gonna do something about this so I need to rebrand I need something that's short and snappy all I know is I want it to fit inside a neon sign because (laughs) you know um I'd been to Vegas like the year before and I was like the next thing I do with my business I'm gonna when I rebrand I'm definitely gonna use a neon logo and and yeah it's just kind of it's a brummy word isn't it bab which is funny because I'd never actually say it (laughs) I don't say bab but you know I do now obviously um but yeah it was it was kind of my friend Lola's idea so shout out Lola that is genius and she's the loveliest girl ever so that's Mm. so nice and it is such a catchy name like you know, yeah. whenever I've done like polls on my store, you know, who should we have on? Like your name always comes up. So I know you inspire oh. so many people. So I know really people, Yeah, always, always, like always oh, whenever I do something like that. Um oh. so it's a really catchy name, like straight away, people are like, Oh, nails bad, like that's amazing. So it's <laughs> a good one. Um, so you have a whole super team now of incredible nail techs mm. working with you in nails bab um, and I love the look and design of your salon I feel like it's so so cool in there it must be just the best place to work what was the inspiration behind the aesthetics of your salon did you have like a real firm vision um the only thing like you know like I said about or I always knew that I wanted to have a salon and 
years ago, like the whole kind of concept is stemmed from this palm tree light. Um, so I don't know if you've seen, but we've got this like really old palm tree light that was given to my dad by one of his friends. And I think it was like, I think he got it out of the skip or something. Um, it's an old phrase. He gave it him basically. And he gave it to me and I was just, I'm obsessed with it. It's, it's like the most tacky thing you've ever seen, but I just love it. Um, and all I knew is I wanted that to be like a central part of the salon. Um, so yeah, really it just came from, I guess the neon logo kind of lent itself to like tackiness along with the light. And I was like, I think I want, um, like in the old place, because I used to be in the cluster factory, it was like dark walls and I had loads of prints and I had like a, a zebra rug. But then I knew that I wanted to go like light and bright, because like summery, because a lot of what we do is it's, it's very, um, like my nail art's like colourful and that's what people kind of know us for. So I was like, I can't have like a dark and dingy salon. Like I feel like it just doesn't align well with with like pick a mix now I don't know maybe it does but yeah maybe I'm just overthinking it but um it was that I remember vividly I went to Miami it's all about America this for some reason um but there was loads of beach huts on the on the beach and they're all different colors and they've got like different swells on and patterns and all sorts of stuff and when I was designing like the salon I knew that I wanted pastels and I knew that I wanted it to be just kind of I don't know just a bit like it's uplifting isn't it yeah definitely Um, I was gonna say that when I think of you even if I've not got your Instagram up if I think of Nails Bab I think fun happy like holiday just like that whole joyful vibe so I feel like it really resonates with the whole look as well Oh, thank you. That's that's so good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> um, like your work and everything—it's all that sort of vibe, which is good. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, just kind of a combination of things. Really, there wasn't like one set thing. Um, but yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's so so nice, and like I love you know with the world of Instagram, it's something that I always talk about too with the people when I do coaching and stuff, I feel like it's one of the most incredible things that people don't talk about when they talk about starting your own business is really putting yourself into the business because it really creates that strong brand for yourself because it's you. No one can be you like you. Like it's such an original salon, an original name, an original vibe because it's you and you've poured you. So, you know, underestimated, you know, people think, okay, well, we'll go for this or we'll we'll do that which is also fine but I think if you really try to put your personality out there it really helps you bring well build a really strong brand that's so lovely to hear thank you um but yeah I guess that like you know when you think of like a traditional nail salon it's quite clinical and not in like a negative way like you know that's just the way some of them are and I always just thought I remember when I used to go and get my nails done and I'd get acrylic I'd sit in there and think it's just like a white box really and it's something that so many people look forward to and you know clients like some people it's the highlight of their month and you know it's it makes you feel good being in like a beautiful setting um and it's inspiring as well like I think it's really important to have stuff around you that inspires you yeah definitely definitely 
I feel like now I work from home and me and my partner, we've spoken about it before, um, in the next house, he's he's sick of sharing an office with me. He's like, there's always floating <laughs> around. He, he's got this thing about Chrome Dust. He's like, it's all in the air. I get it. <laughs> his thing. So it's gravitating towards his laptop over the other side of the office. And he's like, do you know what? Next house, you're out. We're having separate offices. And I'm like, yes, this is great. Because I feel like when we moved out, we were like, you know, and again, nothing wrong with it, but I kind of fell down a lot of like home accounts that were very aesthetically pleasing but all very the same similar color palettes throughout the house and now I'm like when I get my hands on that office it's going to be so fun it's going to be so bright it's going to be pink people are going to walk around the house and, it'll be all <laughs> one way, and then they'll open this door and be like whoa all of this stuff in their face and I think, oh, it's, great. it's going to be so good oh, that sounds going. amazing oh. <laughs> chrome floating around so yeah I think that's why I just I think it's such a beautiful thing that you've done. Um, so obviously you're creative with the nails and you're creative with the workspace and everything like that. Do you do art in any other forms? Have you always been artistic? Um, I don't really know. I think, I, I guess nails has just been, it's always been like my medium. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's always just been the, like, that's why I got into nails was because of the nail art. It wasn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't care about, extensions and I just wanted to paint pretty things on nails um but yeah I guess I don't do anything else which I really I think I should maybe um maybe I'll give it a go soon I don't know yeah I feel like you'd be amazing at it definitely (laughs) I mean if you can draw the detail you draw on someone's pinky finger (laughs) you've got a full-on canvas this is going to be epic um (laughs) so like I said at the beginning you will always be the swirl queen to me. You were the first person <laughs> I ever saw doing swirly nails. And I literally can picture that set instantly with the pastels, the yellow, the lilac, the green and the pink. So I am itching to know what inspired that set. Um, do you know, it's actually that design. I remember it was during lockdown. Um, and so the first, I did a swirl set in lockdown and it was like, dark blue purple orange and that was inspired I remember because it was lockdown and my boyfriend um he's made like he's a DJ and he does like disco music and like soul and everything and um we just used to listen to music drink wine and I just was like oh I want like groovy kind of nails so I did that and then um sorry this has gone I feel like (laughs) going off on tangents but um the pastel set was just it was when we were in lockdown and it was raining so badly outside and I went into the salon because at this time I lived like just down the road and I walked in um, and I was like oh okay and I, I went straight up and I was choosing my colours and I was like I just want to do something that's in like that's just bright like the, the colours on the walls so I just kind of picked a few and then um, I knew that I just wanted to do something swirly and then that just kind of happened naturally I guess. Oh my um, god, I love it. And it's such a happy set. Like I get yeah. you said that. It's almost like you were like, do you know what? I need a bit of joy in my life. I'm gonna just pop these on my fingers. Yeah, literally that. Like it's I guess that's what nails is, isn't it? It's you look at your nails and it it cheers you up. And yeah, lockdown was a really like weird time and all of us felt really weird and we didn't really know what was gonna happen and it was so like awful for so many people. Um so yeah, I guess that little tiny bit of joy just makes such a difference, doesn't it? 
Yes, love that. Um, another fan fave of mine. I do this every time I do a podcast. You like restock <laughs> the guests, <laughs> so they're probably like, okay, she's been on it. I'm getting like, extra, extra love. Um, but another fan set of a fan favorite set of mine. Um, that you always do is like the animal prints. I love how you mix animal oh, yeah. prints with bold colors or pastel colors as well um I think you really have a cool way of bringing animal print like an all year round trend you know we see like a boost yeah. or autumn time everybody's like oh yeah a bit of leopard print a bit of torty or whatever but you yeah. do a really you mix really well um animal prints with like fruits you did like the french tips with the fruits and mm. loads of different things like that so what are some of your favorite sets you've ever created Oh God, <laughs> do you know, I, every few weeks, I say like at least like once a month or like twice a month, I say, this is my favourite set I've ever done, but I mean it every time. So <laughs> that's, I, it's such a hard question, but I mean, off the top of my head, um, I mean, the Pastel Swells is obviously one of my favourite ones because it's just, it's just so happy. Um but I did a set actually, one that sticks out in my head. I think it was, yeah, it was um, at Christmas and it was a pink chrome ombre. And then I painted like realistic fruit on each of the nails. And my client had booked in for a platinum and she was like, I think I want like lemons. And because I usually do, I, she's, I think she's had the fruit before. Yeah. Um, she's like, I think I want lemons. And I was like, how about we do a different fruit on each nail? And after I said it, I was like, oh, my God, I've just, like, really shot myself in the foot here. I'm, but we were there for four hours. So it was a long time. Like, the outcome was definitely worth it. Um, but, yeah, I'd say that and, oh, I don't know. It's so hard. <laughs> so it's so difficult. It's like picking your favourite child, isn't it? Because it's such a labour of love, <laughs> like each one that you do, like you say, four hours to be like, oh, I just love them all. I know. But yeah, but like I said, like I, I, every single month or whatever, I'm like, this is, and I'll go back and look at pictures of it. And I'm like, I'm so proud of this one. And then next month, it's another one. Um, but yeah. That's so it changes. <laughs> yeah, and the look on your clients' faces must be, I always say that. I think that's one of my favourite things about being nail tech is not even necessarily if someone comes in and they're like down just like an average day but you know that you've kind of boosted their mood and like I don't know it's just the nicest feeling isn't it when you finish a set and then you stop looking at the set you're just watching your client's face as they look at what you've done exactly but that is it's like it's it's one of the biggest parts of the job I think is because it just it's such a booster and it makes like it is the look on their face their face that just it makes it all worthwhile like obviously it's stressful and it's long hours and it's it, it can be quite difficult like concentrating and, and doing all that but when the set's done and they look at it and they like you can see it in their face and it just oh it makes you so happy um yeah I actually just did just before I came up to you I've just um been work. I had a client in Faye and she's lost vision in like one of her eyes and she's already partially blind so mm -hmm. I just did her and um, she messaged me last week she was like I think I need some like lucky charms in my life and automatically I was like obviously the cereal <laughs> yeah. oh my yeah. god yes so I've just done her because she does have a little bit of vision but I've just done her like um 
3D like lucky charm now. So she's got all the lucky charms on her nail. I'll send you a picture later, but um, mm. I did those because I was like that at least like obviously she doesn't have full vision, but she can still feel them. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. See, <laughs> this is another thing I love about the industry in this podcast is finding out how people's brains work because you could say lucky charm to someone else and they wouldn't have instantly gone where you've gone and then because you've yeah. gone down that route I'm instantly thinking like all oh, the color that's on this set like how fun and happy they are and like you say like the texture that's so cool mm, yeah but yeah she's I just I, well when she messaged me actually she said oh my, you know my husband he was saying how about you have like you know like traditional tattoo like traditional look tattoos like a horseshoe and and but both of us were thinking about the cereal oh my god she loves I don't it. it's meant to be <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah it's the it's one of the best parts of the job definitely that is so nice um what are your top tips as well for taking good pictures or content so I love how vibrant your feed is and how crisp all your pictures are do you have any advice you could pass forward to our listeners um okay first things first wipe pure camera lens and that I can't stress this enough. Sometimes I'll take a photo of a set and I'm like, that looks terrible. And I'd look at the back and I'm like, oh, it's got like, I don't know, like fingerprints all over it. So yeah, wipe your, your camera lens. Um, it's all about lighting, really. Um, learning angles and what I do. So outside the shop, I'll take the client out and if the sun's out if we're lucky which obviously it doesn't happen too often here does it but um I'll actually turn them around I'll get them to have their hands in a certain position and I'll like get them to shuffle I'll, I'll move their body until I've got that perfect lighting um and yeah just just having them like another thing is hand poses because you know and sometimes they're like that and you're like I can't see your fucking nails <laughs> so you have to make sure that their hands are relaxed yeah, yeah, yeah. um trying different poses if you if you're working with clients like if you're doing like content and it's just your hand I guess it's it's a lot different isn't it but with clients definitely getting to know how to how to put that like you've got to model their hands basically for them yeah 100% you're so so right mm. it's so true and I think as well it's something we kind of take for granted because like you say I guess with us like it's all about the hands isn't it you know even if we're yeah. doing like we still do our own nails and the way you'd hold your hands we're very relaxed with our hands you know it's not till you do a client for the first time and it's that whole thing isn't it you know how many times yeah. you say please relax your hand <laughs> <laughs> um you even you can even like get them to shake their hands mm. um yeah so that or like I guess yeah so lighting relaxing the hand and wiping your um phone lens that's that's my top three yeah they're good ones and mm -hmm. what are your tips for growing Instagram following as well for our listeners I know this is like a hot topic and it's such a conversation do you have any advice you could pass forward um to be totally honest like I I feel like so underqualified to talk about this I know I've got a lot of followers and I know like we've got loads but it's not really something that I'm an expert in at all. Um, I guess what's worked for us is posting like original stuff um, and posting 
I don't know, being consistent, definitely. That You have to post every day. And I guess I like our following grew mostly during lockdown when I had time. Obviously, it's different now because I'm working every day and, you know, just a post when I remember to. Um, but, yeah, consistency is number one. And posting stuff that, I don't know, maybe posting the stuff you love to do, I, I think, um it's pointless just posting like just for the sake of it because i think you can tell and like if if someone's posting just for the hell of it you you can tell it like mm -hmm. if you're posting stuff you really get excited about and it doesn't matter if you're not on there every single day like you don't need to be sometimes you can post like every couple of weeks or i don't know but just making it a reflection of what you want to do as well and i think that way you get you get your clients that that are happy for you to do that like, i don't know if you want to do like mad nail art um then you do just have to put that out there does that make sense a hundred percent it's like it's the yeah. nail version of karma isn't it what you put out yeah. you'll attract it you know exactly you'll get exactly. the authentic clientele for you because the, again they get a vibe for who you they are you. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's it is lovely because it, it makes you feel really like I definitely feel like so lucky that I have people that you know have found through Instagram or whatever and and want the same kind of like fun stuff and allow you to be creative because once you've got people that trust you I think that's when you really you go up a level does, does that make sense yeah definitely yeah because I think the um I don't know about you but I I feel like no matter how long I'm in the industry if I get like a new client there is a little bit of I don't I wouldn't say it's imposter syndrome, but when they leave, I think oh, I hope they liked them. I hope they yeah. had, I hope they had a good time. I hope they last. And then I think Shan, you know they're going to last, babe. You do this on other people. Why are you <laughs> guessing yourself? So that there's a really nice sweet spot in having regular clients and feeling them feeling comfortable with you and you feeling comfortable with them because then you feel like you can just go to town and be a bit more like mm -hmm. push the boundaries. Because I guess you feel comfortable, don't you? Feel safe. They they your safe space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they they become your friends, you know. Like they 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 really do. Mm. Um, like <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like they you won't necessarily have. Say if you do like uh, we do, we call them mystery manies. You know, where like they just get whatever you want to do, and you do it at a slightly discounted rate. So, um, you know, like sometimes I I had a client James. He still comes to me. And I think the first set he ever did, like he, I ever did for him, he came in and he was like, I just want something really pink and gay. And I was like, brilliant. Okay. So I did it for him. And he said, he said to me like a couple of months, this was like a couple of years ago, but he said to me, like, I think it was before Christmas. He was like, yeah, that was the set I've disliked the most. <laughs> but, but he said, the thing is, I looked at the quality and like how much you love doing it and like, your attention to detail and like that's what keeps me you know and, and obviously he loves all of his nails now <laughs> like he gives me a bit more direction but that's fine like you're never gonna do I don't know you your best work every single time are you 100% and sometimes you know they're gonna be like special sets for people that mean more to them because they were for a period of time you know a wedding exactly set, a birthday set and then whatever you do the next one isn't really gonna compare because it's got like that emotional 
connection. Exactly. And also you have to get to know your clients. You have to get to know what they like, like because everyone's obviously got different personalities and they dress differently and have different tastes. So yeah, I, I guess building that relationship is just so important. Yeah. Love that. So to you now, what are your favourite looks to wear on yourself? Do you ever get tired um, of your all ten fingers? Um, <laughs> I don't. I have like so, one hand and then the other one's all grown out and chipped and <laughs> need some TLC. Do you know what? It, like, if I can, I'll always, like, if I've got time, then I always will. But, I mean, right now, <laughs> I have one nude hand and then on this hand, I've got airbrush with like butterflies and yeah I haven't actually finished them yet Yum, um, just though. thank you um but yeah I mean sometimes I'm such a plain girl like I'm I just like oh I just want a nude I just want a short nude and then like I did a set for when I went I went away last week and I did my stuff a set and it was like a different tattoo thing on each nail I had like a tiger's head. I did a, a scroll with Billy written in it, which is my dog. Um, mm. Yeah, like uh, sometimes I go all out, but then sometimes I'm like, oh no, I'm such a plain girl. <laughs> but but yeah, I guess. Yourself, someone that can do both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't have to. That's the great thing about nail art. Like, like, it's not permanent. Like, it's not like it's forever. Like you're going to change it. So just have fun with it. I think that's, you know, that's what I I try and do my own now defo and what are your favorite looks to create then say someone came to you and they were like just go for it what's your go-to that you would be like yes um I usually try and think about like color um or like if I've just seen something so even like I've got a folder in my phone one in my photos and then one in my notes app and I'll just go into that really and have a look and like then I'll look at like I don't know like a color wheel with different color combinations and then I'll just kind of go from there and to be honest it, it tends to be like a process but I don't know it, it, like for example today one of my clients jazz she was like oh well, all I know is I want something with like pink and sort of swirly and I did these really fun um not like swirly tips but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling, but just something fun, colourful, and it's going to, um, like, ideally, I like something that's going to challenge me. Um, yeah, so, like, the detail stuff a lot of fun. And, like, obviously, tattoos, I love doing all that. Yeah. But yeah. it does take time. Yeah, honestly, I'm always blown away by the detail on those. And I love that you said that as well, because I think that's so cool when people can have that mindset of, like, you want to be challenged. Don't like play it too safe, like embrace the challenge because you can surprise, yeah. I guess, in that way. Yeah. But then sometimes you have you'll have a client come in, they're like, oh, just have you ever had it where they come in? They're like, just do whatever you want. And you're like, my brain is it couldn't be more blank. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm just like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. And then I'm terrible because then I almost go at the other end of the spectrum and I'm like how about a nice shiny red yeah yeah <laughs> how about we just do a French today like <laughs> just do a classic keep it yeah. nice, timeless minimal but <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> clients always know though they're always like you're you're have you had enough I'm like yeah I have 
<laughs> That's so nice. Yeah. So if you had to wear one plain colour for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? And can we have the brand and the name, please? It's not going to grow oh. out. We're not, we're breaking all the rules. It's not going to grow out. It's just going to be flawless forever. Um, okay. Um, I used to love, you know, the OPI show, the uh, Lincoln Park after dark, is that it? I used to love that, right? And I remember, because it reminds me of when I was younger, because I used to wear it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, I'm going to say now, it's probably going to be like a slut red, like a, you know, like a really bright, vivid one. And probably, um, have you seen Iconic from the gel bottle? Oh, my gosh. Is this the slightly, sh- it's got slightly shimmery now? It's, it's not shimmery, no. It's just like, I guess like a pillar box red, but it's like vivid. I know. It's when um, you mean, I'm thinking of the um, Christmas red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're thinking of. That's the one that um, is- yeah maybe a red like I love a red um or there's I really love and I've got it on my nails at the minute Carrie's Cosmo that's by the gel bottle as well that's the pink that's on the base of there is it that I love that because it's such like a pretty girly kind of you know like a like a pink I love it yeah Um, but yeah probably then Yes, good. And what are your top three products or tools that you couldn't live without? Oh, okay. Um, so firstly, I've got I've got this dotting tool, right? And I call it my wand because I've had it for about 12 years and I won't get rid of it. And it looks, it's the most battered thing. And when people see it, um, they're like, oh my God, <laughs> you're not going to throw that away. I like gel it back together like that's that's definitely my tool I've never found a dotting tool that's like as pointed as that um so yeah definitely my wand I always say that I'm gonna frame it when I stop doing nails because <laughs> it's just you totally should yeah, look, yeah, it's, it's, slim frame honestly I think most sets I've ever done have involved my wand to some degree like I love it um and then it's going to be like an art gel. I think, um, have you used Cocoist Blackest Black? Oh my gosh. Do you know what? I'm going for a stage where so many people are saying this to me. I need to get my hands on some. It's amazing. Is it? One of yeah. my, two of my nail tech friends that I speak to a lot have said to me, one of them, uh, bless her, lovely, Joey, she lives in Italy and she was like, Chantel, you need, <laughs> and I was like, stop it do I really she was like yes you do she was like I don't even care you you need to dry it I was like okay okay you really really do it's so good um I couldn't live without it I love it um and then what else obviously it's going to be a brush isn't it like a liner brush um I'm gonna say uh you know the Brill Bird Long Zero brushes yes they are my holy grail of brush I love them and I don't shut up about them and um I need to actually buy more um but yeah they're just incredible and I've got like usually I've got I've got a couple I left one of them at a job in London I need to get it back because like well I could just order another one I guess but you just get so used to that brush yeah you get to know I've got another one exactly like I've, I've got another one but I've trimmed it too fine and it just doesn't 
brushed the way that it should. <laughs> um, so yeah, a brill bird, long zero brush, definitely. Love that, love that. And what advice would you give to nail techs or press on artists on tough days? Say they're struggling with building their own brand or creativity or like doubting themselves. Do you have a piece of advice or something that someone said to you before that helped you that you could pass on to our listeners? Um, I think like it's it's not always it's not always going to be easy. Like sometimes sometimes it's really hard and. Like there's been so many times where I thought, oh my God, I don't want to do this. I just want to close the salon and <laughs> live under a rock. <laughs> like, but I think if you love it enough, then I don't know, it just kind of just keep going really. Um, that's my biggest kind of, not regret, but like, because I had, I've kind of had like dips in and out of nails. Mm. And when I was younger, when I was like 19, 20, um, and I did it for a couple of years like I wish I would have just stuck to it it like full-time in the same capacity to obviously as I am now because like I left nails for a little bit and then um came back in and and I just didn't think it was going to work because my focus was nail art so I guess if you love something enough then just keep going and because it it will really work out um and I get actually something that springs to mind is um my brother he I remember years ago he told me about this guy and and it was a YouTube video it was before like TikTok and everything and I remember saying to my brother I was like I want to do now so badly but like nail art just isn't a thing that everyone wants a French or playing because it was years ago and he played me this thing and it was like I don't I need to find out who it is I promise I'll find out who it is and I'll send it you and it's like if you don't worry about like the money obviously financial is, is a huge thing but if you love something keep doing it every single day to some capacity like even if you're not painting nails every day look for inspiration like look at products look at trends like you know draw some draw do a sketch of something you want to do or just do one thing every day that's going to take you a little bit closer to, yeah so hopefully that makes sense and I've not just rambled but yeah, yeah. do something just don't give up I think a hundred percent I love that you've said that because when you were talking I was like I feel really grateful in a way that whenever I had those moments some and I guess it is what you've just said on that last part if I guess kind of kind of like if it's meant to be it will be it's kind of like there because I've definitely had times in my career as well I'm like I don't know if I want to do this anymore and I'm so grateful that that time's passed and I've always kind of circulated back to it because now I'm in this phase where I'm like I just I'm so happy I didn't give up them times when I questioned myself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think you love for it kind of draws you back like you were saying it, it does and and no matter what you if you love something enough no matter what if it's you know if it's not nails or something else that you love to do if you find that you can't actually keep away from it maybe you should you should really focus on it like and you know obviously if you can't and you because obviously people have different um situations and commitments and so on um but yeah just kind of I don't know leaning into it I guess that's it yeah definitely yeah. love that so who are some of your biggest inspirations it doesn't necessarily have to be anyone in the nail world but it can be but who inspires you 
Um, I'd definitely say, like, definitely my family have been a massive inspiration because obviously they're so creative and, like, it's just, I guess, seeing how they, you know, put their love into their work has definitely been, like, a huge influence on me. Um, and then maybe, like, my, well, definitely my clients, obviously, because they're just, you know, that's what you do it all for, isn't it? It's the, it's the people and... Yeah, and um, in terms of like, I, I don't know, there's so many amazing nail technicians, like so many, um, but definitely actually thinking about it, my my friend Natalie, Natalie, um, <laughs> she used to be called Nail Swag on Instagram, Natalie Minerva. Yes. Yeah, definitely her. She's, she was like one of the people that I saw and it, you know when I talked about like Tumblr days mm. um and hopefully she listens to this I think she might do but um yeah she's definitely like been a huge inspiration for me huge yeah. Oh, yeah I love that so much I always love it when people like refer to other people and then you find other people where they remind you because you know what Instagram's like now sometimes you don't see the people that you follow so even yeah. you're saying that I'm like yes I know exactly who you, you know yeah she yeah. did she did the euphoria nails like she's She's just incredible. And she's actually been such a help for me in my career as well. Like she's had a big kind of, I don't know, she's definitely, um, I'm just so thankful that I met her and, you know, that we're friends. I'm hopefully going to go and see her again soon. Um, yeah. So hopefully <laughs> later on in the year, I get time. Okay. Definitely going to be my brother. You know, I just said about that thing because he is so like, it's so funny because he's so talented he's a jeweler and he's like a model maker like he carves things on like a pencil lead it's just nuts like I'll send you his Instagram um, um you know what I wouldn't be surprised if I don't me and Joe Van do oh my gosh please send it to me because if we already follow him this is gonna be so cool because he Joe Van has showed me someone a million times he sends me all these videos he's like look at this how are they doing this on a pencil lead Oh my god! Well, I was—I was just about to say, my brother does not. I don't think he even has the Instagram out. He has Instagram, but he just doesn't post anything. He doesn't post, and he—he's got like a few bits and bobs on there. But like, I think because I look at what he does, and he does something just because he loves it, and it's so nice to see someone with like such a passion. He doesn't—he doesn't, you know, he doesn't give a shit about. Um, you know he doesn't even want to sell his stuff <laughs> which I know like he he's got his day job which is doing jewelry but his carvings and everything that's like what he does for fun so he definitely inspires me because he's just he's so he's so talented it's ridiculous um and yeah definitely my mom as well I've, like it's, it's got to be my mom because she, her attitude to everything is so great and you know she's so positive and yeah and and my grandparents as well I'm sorry I'm just shouting out my Mom, family but um, keep the positive vibes coming I love it <laughs> but my nan as well she was a painter and she was like um I remember being really young and watching her paint and she actually started this kind of it was I think it was called the heart of England China painters and it was basically her and her mates used to get together on a Sunday or whatever and they just used to paint stuff together and it, I think it's still going. Like she died like years ago, um, but I'm sure it's still going now. And I think that's so nice that she created like a little community of, of painters. Really, I think it's who all 
love the same thing. Um, yeah, so definitely them three. Yeah, that is lovely. And <laughs> what do you wish you knew before you started out? If you could go and tell Rosie one thing on her first day of nail training, what would you go back and tell her? Oh my God. Um, definitely invest in, in good stuff because you're going to waste so much money on, on like crappy tools and products and just invest in it. But saying this, like back then, it was different. Like, you just got what you could find. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't as many resources. I guess there could have been if you did enough digging. Yeah. Um, but I just used to get stuff off. And there's nothing wrong with doing this, like eBay, Amazon, whatever. But the amount of, like, e-files I've bought and lamps and dust extractors and how much money I must have wasted, definitely investing in a good kit. Like, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, that is... Mm definitely good advice because I've definitely done the same over the years um what are your goals for the future um I don't have like I've got a couple of things in mind um I guess my number one thing I just want to continue to love what I'm doing like and I think I will because I just enjoy it so much and I get so much like happiness from it um, so just to carry on, like I, I get asked if I'm going like, to open the salons and everything, but that's not really what I want. I just want to keep creating stuff and having fun with it. And, you know, just I think it, I think there's a lot to be said about just having quite a like, peaceful life and enjoying what you're doing. Um, I mean, there are a few things, some of them like, I don't know I feel like I'm just rambling with this one but definitely to continue to love what I do and just to create more cool stuff that makes people happy I love it no that's the perfect goal like again it's something I've said before like for me personally as well like if it's it should be fun like that's the whole reason why I started nails was because I was like this is fun me in the back of the classroom with my with my smelly pens I'm like this is fun (laughs) yeah I want it to always be fun. Exactly. I love yeah, it. it's it's like a, it's like a free free therapy, isn't it? Really. Mm-hmm. But it really is. I think to to be able to still get as much joy from it now as I did when I first found it, I think it's really special and and it means so much. So definitely continue and like hold on to that and maybe get like another dog. I don't know. <laughs> get another chihuahua. <laughs> um, yeah um but I don't know maybe I want to live in the sun actually (laughs) saying that I want to live in the sunshine somewhere I don't know where yet but I definitely want to live abroad work somewhere else yeah you too (laughs) love that content we'll be able to get all this fantastic content in the sunshine imagine imagine (laughs) where is the best place for people to find you so i'll pop all the links in the show notes but just give us the rundown where's the best place um so definitely instagram obviously tiktok i use it but i i'm kind of like i'll post three videos in a week and then i won't post anything for a month because i'll just forget because it's another form it's another thing to think about isn't it yeah um so yeah tiktok um I've got a cool thing coming out soon with Skinny Dip, which is exciting. You know, the phone case company. Yes. So I've, designed, I've designed a collection. Oh, Thank oh you. God, that's amazing. So yeah. 
so got that coming out. There's some other stuff as well, which I'm not like I'm not really allowed to talk about, but you know, yeah, hopefully I'll I'll be able to talk about it eventually. That's so good. Well, I'll, again, I'll pop the links in the show notes. So make sure you're following if you're not already so you can keep up to date with all of this newness. And thank you so much for coming on. Genuinely, I mean it. I'm not just saying it because we're recording. Oh, thank you. You really inspire me. And I know you inspire so many people because your name just continually comes up. So thank you for inspiring so many of us. And oh, thank you. Can't wait to see what you've got cooking up next. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, me too. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Guys, that was a full-on fangirl moment for me. I have followed Rosie for a long time. And yeah, I said it before with Paiwa and I feel the same with Rosie and the whole Nails Bab account and the text there are just phenomenal. And I feel like if Instagram had a feature that you could like every post as it was posted automatically, I would 100% click it. I find... Um, the whole Nails Bab account just so inspiring. Um, it's definitely an account that I go to when I'm in a bit of a funk and I'm not really sure of like colour combinations or ideas and it's just such a happy account. It fills me with all the good vibes and she filled me with all the good vibes. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please take a screenshot and share it to your stories. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful. We very recently hit 40,000 downloads on this podcast. It blows my mind that our play button's been pressed that many times and I'm so grateful for every single one. Thank you so much. If you're in nail tech, remember if you want help building and growing your business, your skills, your confidence, you want a mentor to help you, please visit www.clogasmic.com. I will pop the link to the network and also to Nails Bab in the show notes and I'll catch you next time.